Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Before we get to the show, a quick but I think compelling pitch. Do you know about our secret menu? It's a subscription tier of a thing or two, and it's where we share our shopping guides, answer reader questions, go deep on the trends we're seeing in food, fashion, and design, and just generally get into topics that excite us. Secret menu subscribers receive an exclusive newsletter every Thursday and also get access to all of our back issues and special resources like our baby registry guide and wedding registry guide. It's four bucks a month and you can cancel anytime. Sign up at a thing or two hq.com to receive it as well as our endless gratitude for supporting what we do. Okay, here's the show. Welcome to A Thing or Two, a deep dive into stuff we think more people should know about. I'm Claire Mazer. And I'm Erica Cerullo. If you want more where this came from and want to support us in general, head to a thing or two hq.com and sign up for Secret Menu, which will get you weekly access to members-only content. Also, you can gift it to people. <gasps> yes. If you haven't bought a gift for somebody yet, you're like getting down to the wire at this point. This thing delivers immediately. To share your thoughts on this episode or anything at all, leave us a voicemail at 833-632-5463 or DM us on Instagram at a thing or two HQ. Erica? Yes, Claire. How are you doing, first of all? You know what? I had mm. a fantastic lunch. Can wow, I speak I to you about it briefly? Such a subpar lunch. It would give me so much delight to know that you had had a good one, that somebody had a good lunch today. I don't know that it like I think it would also just make a nice like after school snack. You know what I mean? Mm. Like it wasn't real. It's like I wouldn't call it substantial. I wouldn't call mm. it well rounded, just satisfying. It was a Trader Joe's gluten free mu- English muffin. Okay. Which are delicious. I was going to say, um, you know, I love an English muffin. Claire, it's a revelation. I wow. haven't seen a gluten-free English muffin anywhere else. It's like, I think okay. that's not true. I've seen them other places. They look very yeah. dense. These okay. are very, these look like you, if you were a, like a mouse, you could jump on them. You, you know, know what I there's mean? no reason a GF English muffin shouldn't be good because if you think about it, things like pau de queijo have that sort of spongy Thank you. vibe Thank that you. you want in an English muffin. And it has nooks and crannies. So like get the cassava flour going and make it happen. Well, they're on it. And they are also very on top of pimento cheese. So I had an English muffin spread with pimento cheese, which I think is probably an unlikely combination, but but wonderful. It's actually not that different from my lunch. What was yours? I had carrot sticks and spicy feta cheese that was like leftover from Greek delivery we'd had a couple nights yeah. ago. The spicy feta and the, yeah. the pimento yeah. spread. They felt like cousins. Cousins, yeah. for and sure. Both of our both of our meals were definitely after like 
high-end after-school snacks. That's right. High-end is right. <laughs> Medium end. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Medium end. That's right. Uh, but it's both just our cheeses were orange. Yes. Yes. And both, and we both like, we got a little s- flavor in there. That's right. I don't we know. Did. That's all. Yeah. No vegetable for me. Thanks. <laughs> I had a dessert for, I had a lunch dessert, you know, mm. rare luxury that I'm going to share with you this afternoon. I'm going to bring you somebody made latka cookies last what? night. What is a latka cookie? It is remarkably easy. You mix sweetened condensed milk, melted butter, and yeah, You don't even, I don't, go no further. Yeah. Go no further. <laughs> well, first you eat spoonfuls of sweetened condensed milk straight out of the can because why would or you, you could not? have some with your coffee you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. options options so you mix, okay right sweetened condensed milk egg melted butter and then you just mix in a one whole bag of ruffles plain potato chips and then Wait, you what and then you put them on a pan and you put them in the oven and they're so good the outside is like crunchy and a little burnt and the inside is custardy it's like a it's like a I like every ingredient involved in this. There's just no way I wouldn't love it. It's so good. It's like cookies. It's got like texture wise or just experience wise. It feels a little similar to a macaroon. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like crunchy outside and and custardy and moist inside. It's so good. It's salty. It's sweet. It's wonderful. And it's insanely easy to make. And I know know that these have a seasonal peg, but Mm -hmm. I think these feel like so have so much year round potential. I think in the off season, we can just call them potato pancake cookies. We'll work yeah. on the year long branding. As, yeah, 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 as, yeah. As heads of marketing for Lots the of cookies. cookies. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, we're on food. Yeah. Let's keep okay. it going. Let's, Let's keep, keep it, going. it going. Should we talk about um, dumplings? Dumplings. So we've talked on this podcast about dumplings as a vibe, as mm-hmm. an aesthetic, but we have not talked about dumplings as like the easiest dinner you can make for yourself at home. Here's why I guess I wouldn't have thought because I've made dumplings at home a couple of times. And it's not easy. Like making Like dumplings. making, you mean like- Yes. D- like making the wrappers and the f- stuffing and Well, the- I've never made the wrappers. I've only ever okay. gotten the yeah. store-bought wrappers. But yeah. you, you, there's a lot to chop up to make yeah. the stuffing. There's like so much mincing and mixing. And then, you know, putting them together requires a little bit yes. of skill. And then you're either boiling or you're pan fried. And like, like the pleating of the, yes, the exactly. wrapper. And you know what I think? I think I've only ever boiled homemade- dumplings, which is a mistake because it's Mm -hmm. just like not the right, it's like the worst case scenario preparation, I feel Mm -hmm. like. Because also the homemade ones, mine at least, are never fully sealed Mm -hmm. anyway. And so they really need to be sitting in a steamer basket or in a pan. Yes. Like otherwise they're just these like waterlogged whatevers. I will say, so one, you and I once went to like a dumpling making dinner party, which was we really did, fun. We did. It was a great it idea. Was like, it was just, a, it was an activity. And if I'm remembering correctly, I'm sure, I think I'm mixing like three different memories, but I think a friend for like a baby shower we did, we made her dumplings so that she had a bunch of frozen dumplings. This um, sounds not familiar you and I, conceptually. But yes. Yeah. Or, or somebody did it for me. I can't remember, but I know that. Dumplings that, as a, as a like gift. Frozen dumplings thing. as a gift. Yeah is so wonderful for people, like if you're having a baby or just whatever, or just period. Like I love homemade dumplings, but it always feels like a lot of work unless they are frozen first, unless they are just made first. So there also just feels like there has been pandemic related, definitely this Mm -hmm. like emergence of a lot of good frozen dumplings that Mm -hmm. are more readily available for shipping or for like pickup from restaurants and all of that. And so you and I both over the last couple of years have gotten dumplings from Nomwa in Mm -hmm. New York that are just like excellent. And I think that was the thing. The thing that made the difference for me was that I got the steamer basket with the little parchment sheets. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, I'm a dummy. Like, of 
Like, yes, yes this makes all of the difference in the world. What it, I also had some other genius use for the steamer basket that I can know. Oh, I steamed fish in it. Oh, yeah, you did. I forgot I that done I did that. that. I got to do that again. Um, what did you, how lovely. did you do it? I think I just put it on top of the parchment paper and like did yeah. it the same way you would do it with, I may have wrapped it in something, but I don't think so. I think I just steamed it. Yeah. Okay. This yeah. is a good idea. This is a good yeah. idea. And then recently you got Fly by Jing frozen <gasps> dumplings and They're raved so about good. them. Well, and you don't use a steamer basket with them or you probably mm-hmm. can, yeah. but the instructions on the back, you put them in the pan frozen with a little bit of oil and you brown them. And once they're brown, you put, I think you put water in. Like and a splash you, of water. Yeah, a splash of water and you put the top on the pan. And it is absurdly easy. And you get that like fun, crispy brown part of it. And it's, it surprises me that it works from frozen in that way, but it does. And it makes it so easy to make just a couple at a time. Like when Cam and I are by ourselves, usually I like just make something for him and then eat it, my, like eat some of what he has because it's just like, I'm not going to make a whole dinner. So I'm like eating his mac and cheese and I didn't want that. And I was like, I want adult food. And I made just myself like six dumplings and it was great. It's perfect. It's yeah. perfect. The other thing that you did a few years ago that felt like a real revelation mm. was you started buying black vinegar oh at God. home. My mouth is watering thinking about it. I did because it's what they serve with soup dumplings, which is- I At love, Joe Shanghai. It's, it's specifically. And everywhere, but also yeah, but at yeah, Joe yeah. Shanghai. And then they put the little ginger strips in it. And oh mm-hmm. my God, it, my mouth is watering. And mm. I love soup dumplings. Like I'm not, this isn't meant to denigrate them, but I'm they are in a, in a large part just a vehicle for the black vinegar for me. And Interesting. I don't feel that way about them as strongly as I feel about vinegar. Well, no, I guess it's, I, yeah, I, I think that's overstating it a little bit. Okay. I, it's the mixture of the flavors. I love them so much. I, it's more that I would never want a soup dumpling without the black vinegar. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah definitely. How definitely, I feel about definitely, it. Definitely, so definitely. it's also so good in every, like anytime you're making any sort of like Asian marinade, I add a splash or like fried rice or whatever. It's just so good. I love it. I it's think really tangy. The like soup dumpling in general has really gotten legs over the last couple mm. of years. And to bring it back to the top of this episode, I think Trader Joe's is it is like contributing to that in a major way because they started selling them nationwide. Mm-hmm. And I feel like 10 years ago, people outside of cities with Chinatowns didn't really know what a soup dumpling was. Yes, I think that's um, probably true. And that has totally changed. So both Nomwa and Fly by Jing do, do soup, soup dumplings. dumplings. Yes. The other thing that I got over the last year or so, mm-hmm. in addition to the steamer basket that has made the soup dumpling experience so much more satisfying that you, that like, mm-hmm. I need to get you on board with is the spoon. I like, think that would make a big difference for me. It's really hard to do a soup dumpling without the right spoon. You need the right spoon. Yeah. You need that like soup spoon that you mm-hmm. know, you can all picture yeah. it. And Wing on Woe, which is this like historic New York Chinatown porcelain shop, sells these really beautiful ones and they're like under $4 and they're just like, they're and so it also pretty. just feels like a real, like, it feels like you're not phoning in your dinner, you mm-hmm. know, when you I, in fact are. Yeah. I don't know. What do you, so do you, you have black vinegar? Yes. Too. Do you mix it with anything? Like, do you put chili crisp with it? Soy sauce, mirin? We mix, I mix it with, what do I mix it with? This is a great question. Uh, tamari and black vinegar, I think mm-hmm. pretty much exclusively. There is like a, a dumpling recipe in the Lucky Peach cookbook or one of the Lucky Peach mm-hmm. cookbooks that is like a good starting point if you're like, where do I go from here? Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a, the 101 recipes one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Fly by Jing also sells a dumpling sauce. I mean, they they're, do. yeah, they are and, widely available. And their point. chili crisp is really good with their dumplings. I mean, so good. Yeah. So good. Yes. So good. 
We also have to just shout out Sandita's dumplings, which are these rainbow dumplings. I think you can maybe only get them in LA right now, but I think there's enough of you listening in, in that greater Los Angeles area. She just makes the most beautiful colored dough with her dumplings and then she delivers them and they just look so incredible. We have not had them, but they're gorgeous. I mean, talk about a new baby gift. Oh my goodness, truly. Thank you so much to ZocDoc for sponsoring today's episode. I have to say there are those things that come up at the end of the year, every year that you're like, I have to do that thing. I have to like, I don't know, like put money in my Roth IRA. I have to do this. I have to do that. I have to spend my FSA or HSA dollars. And it's always so anxiety inducing. So now is the time to do it, friends. Make the ZocDoc appointments. Find somebody who can see you before the end of the year, which the only way, honestly, to do that is to use ZocDoc because it's Get just your moles too, checked. Yeah. Do the things. Like, do let's go. Do the thing. And yeah. ZocDoc makes it so easy. You're just going to filter by people who have availability when you need it, people who are in your area that you need to be in. And then you can sort by reviews. You can read all the reviews, feel good about who you're going to see. I don't know how you would do this otherwise. Be a real productivist about it. Um, ZocDoc makes healthcare easy. Just download the free ZocDoc app at ZocDoc.com slash a thing or two for the easiest way to find a great doctor and instantly book an appointment. With ZocDoc, you can search for local doctors who take your insurance, read verified patient reviews, and book an appointment in person or video chat. Never wait on hold with a receptionist again. Whether you need a primary care physician, a dentist, a dermatologist, a psychiatrist, eye doctor, any other specialist, ZocDoc has you covered. Now is the time to prioritize your health. Go to ZocDoc.com slash a thing or two and download the ZocDoc app to sign up for free and book a top-rated doctor. Many are available as soon as today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash a thing or two to download the ZocDoc app to sign up for free. Thank you so much to Dipsy for sponsoring today's episode. Um, so I've been on a real romance novel kick um, and I've read two back to back. And something that I've been realizing is part of the problem is like, you just want to tear through them and like read the entire thing. And it's very hard to sit down and just be like, I'm gonna read like five pages. Or oh no, you have or to like... have time. You have to, you <laughs> have have to know that you're going to be hours. able to go through the whole you thing. Have to have hours. You can't put them down. Otherwise you're staying up all night. Exactly. And so I feel like this is the fix when you have eight minutes or 12 minutes or whatever, because you can't be biting that off when you've got that book over there. God, Erica, so true. A really under-discussed problem with romance <laughs> novels that truly Dipsy has identified and solved for. We love Dipsy so much. We love partnering with them. Dipsy is an audio app full of short, sexy stories designed to turn you on. Each Dipsy audio story features characters that feel like real people and immersive scenarios so you feel like you're right there. Listen to stories about hooking up with your hometown crush you never made a move on or that coworker you always had a little thing for. Or maybe a story that puts you in bed with someone who's telling you exactly what they'd like to do to you. They release new content every week, so there's always more to explore. No matter who you're into or what turns you on, there is truly something for everybody on this app. It is so impressive. And if you need to wind down, Dipsy also has wellness sessions, sensual bedtime stories, and soundscapes to help you relax before you drift off. For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash a thing or two. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash a thing or two. Dipsystories.com slash a thing or two. Check them out. We think you will like them. 
I'm Shanae Grimes-Beach. And I'm Annalyn McCord. After years spent playing best friends on screen on 90210. And fighting like hell behind the scenes. Ah, yes. How could I forget? <laughs> we made it out of our time in Young Hollywood on a show that shared names with the most iconic zip code in the world. Bonded for life, but not without a shit ton of baggage in tow. Now we are back together letting it all hang out on our new podcast, Unzipped. Tune in and unzip with us and our brilliant guests every Wednesday, wherever you listen to podcasts. Anything else on dumplings? No, I think we should move into the core of this episode, which is just more raving about things. Thingies, mm-hmm. a new thingies. installment of thingies, the best thingies in all of the categories. Uh, if you ask us, mm-hmm. um, you, you can <laughs> <I> hear. <agree. laughs> Okay, here's one that we don't agree about, but like- We each have our own. We each have our own. We Mm -hmm. each have our own. Um, And for different reasons, mascaras. Mm -hmm. Yes. I am incredibly loyal to Kevin O'Coin, the volume mascara. And that is because it is the only mascara that I have experienced that doesn't leave black stuff under my eyes. And I just at this point, like don't even try with other ones. It So its deal is that it has tubing, I should have looked this up before because I don't totally understand. No, tubing understand is it. a thing. Tubing well, I know is that thing. it's a thing, but I like I can't explain it on a chemical level. But basically, oh, I think we can just say polymers. Yeah, they're just <laughs> it, it comes off as tubes. Like it doesn't yeah, come yeah, off yeah. as black crumbly dust. It's like all tubes. It when it dries, it turns into these tubes. Yeah, and then it like it it just come when it when you do eventually wash it off, it looks like these little strings coming off instead of schmutz. It also does the things you want mascara to do, but I just find by and large that the difference in like effectiveness of mascara from brand to brand is negligible. Like interesting. Some of them are real, you know, really do the thing. I agree. And I think that, I think that this one does the thing for sure, but I'm really in it for the fact that it doesn't leave black schmutz under my eyes. I think for me, so much of it's like less about the like well, in a lot of cases, less about the like formulation and more about the brush. And my favorite is the Lily Lolo Black Vegan Mascara. And it has a very fluffy brush, which Mm -hmm. I demand. It's like not quite Dior show level Mm -hmm. fluffy, but it's like in that like kind of territory. And I do also wonder if this is like, one of those things, it's like a little bit of like, you know, we have different nail bed shapes. And we have I, I like was different eye socket thing. shapes. Or well, like you something. also just have really great eyelashes. Like you have long, you. thick eyelashes. Thank and you. I don't. So I think that maybe like mascaras will make more of a difference for you. You know, I think that's possible. Or, yes, or the I, different I, mascara will. Yes. Show and I feel like I ha- if I don't have a big fluffy brush, it's just like it looks like a bunch of spider legs, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. you know, I th- yes. you know that look. You I can do know. It. I know. I do know. I do think, I mean, getting off topic here, but I think if I had it in me to do high maintenance beauty things, the thing that I could do that would make a big difference would be getting those semi-permanent those lashes. Those lash extension things. Which is just so much work to keep it up. Listen, I hear you. I've never, it never even yeah. occurred to me because they just like, they fall off and then you have like, and then you have half holes long and ones and half short no, ones. No, it's like getting, it's like getting colored nail polish at, when you get a manicure. Yes, you're and just the one gonna, chips and you're screwed. Yeah, and you've yeah, got to deal done. with it. Yep. It's done. I really, for a long time, wanted like a good sort of like cleanish, naturalish mascara and was having trouble finding them. They all were leaving like the crud Schmutz. under my eyes. Mm-hmm. Schmutz. And a few years back when Jean Godfrey June, uh, like, I think this was at Goop. She wrote mm-hmm. a column that she was basically like, 
maybe be extra careful about the thing that you're putting in your eye because mm-hmm. you're like rubbing it all the time. And I am just someone who rubs her mm-hmm. eyes a lot. And I was like, oh yeah, okay. That like, I understand this argument. This right. is like right near all of the things. And this one is vegan. It has all the bunny logos and all of that. Um, <laughs> very important. Mm-hmm. Um, and unless it is extremely foggy, misty, gross out, I do not get any crud. This is another thing, by the way, that I think is a shape of the eye thing, which is that I think because of the, the shape of my eye socket, I am more likely than most to get crud under my eyes. Like just something I hear you. The I, way I my, think that's, yeah. I think that adds up. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. It's the nail bed problem. It's the nail bed problem. Yeah. Oh, what a conundrum. <laughs> Should we move on to something we do agree on? Yes. Yes. Let's. St. Olio cleaner sprays. So good. So good. So this is a line of, there's like counter sprays, room sprays, body refresher. Thomas uses the body refresher. They all smell great. It it started by, she was a photographer in Portland, this woman who started it. And she wanted an all natural spray. I will say like, you may be sensing a theme here. I'm not, of course I want clean, all natural products. I'm not the person leading the charge on it. I'm not as hell bent on it. I am in this spray for the smell. The smell totally. is so good. Well, you wait for the product line, the product offering to catch up. That's right. With, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's right. I demand yeah. excellence. So we really love the Neroli. And the thing about this counter spray is it works. It's all natural. It does not even have an undertone of vinegar to it, which almost all of the natural cleaning sprays I think do. Oh, for sure. For sure. And like, I personally like the vinegar smell, but oh, I understand I that that's not appealing for most people. You know what we clean the rabbit's cage with? It's like a, it's vinegar and lemon juice that like they soak together yeah. for a couple of weeks. She loves it, is obsessed with it, like licks the bottle. Mm. Uh-huh. I'm like puckering just thinking know. about it. Uh-huh. Listen, it's her black vinegar, Claire. I get it. I Don't love, yuck her yum. I love <laughs> an acid. I get it. I get it. Okay, so this spray, the thing that I love about it is it just, it feels like the only home fragrance you need if that's what you want to do. Like I love scented candles. I don't ever remember to light them. It's just not something I do. But I feel like this completely obviates the need for a scented candle because the smell is so good and it lingers and people will walk into your house and be like, what is that smell? And you're like, I just cleaned up. I just wiped down the counters. I think that is the thing. It like, it's kind of a two for one in that way mm-hmm. where you're like, oh, like I should clean off the counter, but then it also just like kind of refreshes the space yes. and it doesn't smell like I just cleaned. Yeah. Does you know it what smell I mean? like you just like, cleaned? It's yeah. also, this woman I just think has truly impeccable taste and sense. Like all yes. of them, every single one I've smelled. She also has a limited edition holiday one out right now that's so good. What's the holiday one? This limited edition holiday one is called Cedro. It features the soothing and emotionally balanced oils of cedarwood melted into spicy ginger and earthy vetiver, creating a sensuous blend that will make your home radiate comfort. So I think it's really radiate more Radiate like, comfort? See, I look. Think it's maybe more of like a winter one than a holiday. It's a seasonal one more than well, a holiday cedar one. cedar is, yeah. I, yes. We're all nodding to Christmas trees it, here. We it, know what's happening. It feels <laughs> holiday to me. And these aren't the scents that I would normally go for but then but you in trust her hands, her. it's yeah. perfect. It's so good. She also, and this is huge, has hand sanitizer now. Incredible. Incredible. The, I just, it, it's, and the smell lingers just enough and it doesn't smother. And I just, I want this woman to be, to build a scent empire. A scent pyre. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, I'm going to keep trying today. Okay. Something wintry I wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. Wolford tights. Mm. I hate wearing tights. No, I it's just, interesting that you're choosing to endorse a tight at all given this You know, this and I thought about that, Claire. 
anti-tight stance across the board. I mean, I... Two years ago, we did basically an entire episode on over the knee boots as the as like the answer to never having to wear as anti tights. <laughs> yes. Listen, I wear tights as infrequently as possible, um, as we all should. As we all should. There mm-hmm. is just no reason. But every now and again, an occasion arises. Maybe it's a winter wedding. Maybe mm-hmm. it's like I don't know what you're doing no, with your life. Sometimes you but have to wear yeah, a tight. Sometimes you need a tight. And when you do. In my opinion, Wolford is absolutely the only option. They, that is the correct opinion. That's the only right opinion. That's it's the, the only, only one. right opinion. They last a really long time. So you don't have to, when because you're wearing them so rarely, you're not opening your drawer and being like, oh, they're all snagged right. because and, like I never <laughs> yep. replaced them because I don't wear them. Mm-hmm. Like whatever. They don't run. Even if they snag, they don't like, they, it, it doesn't, they don't, it doesn't, it doesn't turn ruin the whole thing. Home. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. They've been at it since 1950 and they just like, it's this like thickness. It's like, it just feels like it's a substantial tight, but it doesn't feel like a legging, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I buy, they're like all, they all they come in these various weights and they're all by number. So it's like, just think about that when you're navigating, like how much, how thick do you mm-hmm. want? So I buy the Velvet Deluxe 50 or 66, mm-hmm. which are like perfect for every day. They're matte, they're soft. If they're, like, anybody were to wear tights every day, but. Thank you. Thank you. Describing a tight as an everyday tight is risky territory. No, I know. You're right. You're right. You're right. They're perfect for most run of the mill tight occasion. They're they're perfect for when you must wear a tight. Thank you. Uh The matte opaque 80 is if you want something really thick. Mm -hmm. And like, I really don't know at this point in my life. Well, here's the thing. Like a rooftop New Year's party? Like, where am I? (laughs) I just think that like, the Gossip Girl era fashion is unfortunately coming for us again. Mm. And that's when we were last wearing tights that could have been confused for leggings. Totally, and totally. So you might, this, may, this may become relevant again sooner than any of us would like. Claire, you're right. These are like opaque, opaque. Like mm-hmm. they are just, you're not, there's no light seeping through mm-hmm. whatsoever. Mm-hmm. No one will see your skin, not even a drop of it. And then for the flip of that, the Perfectly 30 is like that like semi-sheer, it's that like, I, like in black that I really like. Like, 1989 prom. Totally. Like working girl, Mm -hmm, like energy. mm -hmm. Super Um, into that vibe. Yeah. Super into that vibe. The other trick with these is that I buy a size up because like I'm not wearing them to do anything but keep my legs warm. And so they don't need to be suffocatingly tight. Well, and that's half the problem with tights anyways, is they're all suffocatingly tight. Yes. And like, I just don't, I don't, I'm not interested in shapewear. I'm not interested Mm -hmm. in like whatever. I'm interested in like this just being something to cover my legs. Yep. No, this is all correct. Thank you. Okay. Keeping with the seasonal content. This is just going to be a quick one. I promise I'm not going to talk about it forever. I'm sure I've talked about it on this podcast before. Zycam. The lozenges specifically. So, okay. Don't confuse these with the nasal, the Zycam nasal swabs or the Zycam nasal spray there's those are, con- those are seeped in controversy. <laughs> steeped in controversy, like one or both. And I think yeah. like different controversies for each of them. And I'm not sure. We're not into nose Zycam. Yeah. We're only into mouth Zycam. That's right. Oral Zycam. So these are these like chalky zinc lozenges. The orange ones are the best flavor. And, Agreed. But none of them taste good. And that's not why you're eating them. If you take them at the very, very first itty bitty sign of a cold, like the throat tickle or the just like, you know, that like little sign where you're like, oh, that's not just allergies. The first time you think, am I going to get sick? Exactly. Start taking it. It will nip your cold in the bud. 90% of the time, I want to say. And I think that other 10% of the time, you probably didn't take it 
quickly enough. So you're to blame, not the Zycam. Maybe. I had <laughs> I had one I had one really killer cold a year ago that the Zycam did not do anything for. And that was a disappointing moment. But o- over Thanksgiving, I was definitely getting a cold. I took this thing and a long nap and I was golden. <laughs> I just think you have to mainline them really early and often. Dr. Claire Mazer prescribes Zycam and a long mm-hmm. nap. Yes. Zycam and a long nap. <laughs> That's right. That's my pitch. I just, the I will say that during the cold season, I buy so many bottles of these and so that I can just have them in every bag and every room. Because again, it's like, it's like migraine, med, my approach to migraine medicine. You got to take it as soon as you feel it coming on. So you got, that means you have to have it with you at all times. Okay. Salt. Let's talk yes. about salt. Let's talk about salt. I had in my cupboard a <laughs> cool, trendy sea salt and I was so thrilled when I was through with it so that I could return to Maldon because there is nothing better than Maldon. Mm -hmm. It has been harvested in the UK town of, you guessed it, Maldon, since (laughs) 1882. Four generations. It is still owned and run by the family. Love this. Like love love this whenever like a supermarket brand or something that is like, you know, available Mm -hmm. like at that like sort of scale and level is still like run by people. Like that's remarkable, remarkable, remarkable. Also that can you like always thinking about what it means for four generations. That means the kids like watched their parents do this and grew up with this and maybe by pressure, but maybe by choice, probably some combination of the two were like, yes, I will continue to do this. I will, I will carry this on. And this is also like a very what it, what's like the best way to put this? This is also like a very physically rooted thing. Like, or there, there's like a locale, like you have to stay mm-hmm. in this place. Like mm-hmm. there are salt flats. Like it's just, it's like very, it's like very localized kind of thing, but that does have this global reach at this point, which is just like fascinating and crazy to me. There's a really good article from Bon Appetit from 2017 about the history and like sort of present of the brand. And there were like a few things I wanted to call out. The writer said it had the omnipresence of Hellman's mayonnaise, which is a huge compliment. Huge compliment. To be compared to Hellman's in any context is a huge compliment. It also just like the shape, part of what made the other salt I was using a disappointment is the shape. And this Mm -hmm. does have this like perfect shape, which Mm -hmm. is described in this article as a pyramid shape, no bigger than a tab of acid. And you wouldn't have known how big a tab of acid was. We just have sitting there in our brains. We just Uh know exactly. Yeah. It's just so good. It's so perfect. And I don't want to be using any other salt. I understand. Do you use it for every type of cooking? Or like if you're putting salt in a when you're baking, are you using it for that? Um, I use it for finishing every okay. type of cooking. I don't okay. like put this in water to boil. Right. I don't like put this in cookie dough, but I would top cookies with yes. it. I do sometimes... I feel like there's sometimes where, like, I'll, like, put it on fish that I'm, like, marinating, mm-hmm, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yes. Thank you so much to Redeeming Love for sponsoring today's episode. If you're a fan of romantic movies and love films with beautiful cinematography, then you're going to love Redeeming Love, which is in theaters January 2022. And if you are a listener of a thing or two, you know that we have just gone super hard at romance as a genre in general lately, really since the beginning of the pandemic. It just feels like the perfect escapist content for this time. So this movie, it is based on the international best-selling novel by Francine Rivers. Redeeming Love takes place during the California gold rush of 1850 and follows the life of Angel, who is the most notoriously sought after woman in the Sierra Nevada foothills town of Paradise. 
I feel the need to stop here and explain to you that the Sierra Nevada foothills town of paradise is spelled P-A-I-R hyphen A hyphen D-I-C-E pair of dice in Nevada. Perfect. All right. So as Angel was about to give up on finding freedom, she meets Michael and encounters a love that's unlike anything she's ever experienced. But the shame of her past causes Angel to run away from the very thing she's always wanted. As Michael sets out to find her, Angel discovers there is no brokenness that love can't heal. I mean. All right. Redeeming Love features Abigail Cowan, Nina Dobrev, Eric Dane, and Famke Johnson and is rated PG-13 and premieres January 21st in theaters nationwide. So bring a friend or even your significant other to see Redeeming Love. For more information or to find tickets to a theater near you, visit redeeminglovemovie.com. That's redeeminglovemovie.com. Thank you so much to Esker Beauty for sponsoring today's episode. I have one friend on my gift list who is always sort of a challenge to shop for. She's a nurse. She's super hardworking. She has a couple kids. She is vaguely interested in fashion, beauty, self-care, but Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. barely speaks the language to even know how to approach it. And Esker felt like the perfect sort of entree for her where I could get her a gift set that was like, here's how you do this. Here's this thing. Like, here's what a body plane is here. Give this a shot. It just feels so right for her. I'm so excited for her to get it. And I'm also so excited to receive the phone call where she's like, so explain this thing to me. And for her to like, send me pictures of her body planing herself. I just feel like it's going to be perfect. And I'm really excited about it. Well, I also think this is like a nice, easier gift than sometimes like face skincare stuff mm-hmm. for people. You know what I mean? Which does yeah. feel a little bit more like, I don't know, people are so picky, picky, picky about some of those things. And like basically body skincare, I feel like we have less, less notions around. Well, and also in addition to that, like, I don't want to give somebody a cream for their face and be like, yeah, cause you look dry. You know, <laughs> this is like, this is like, it, it's somewhat like, you know, yes, like your skin will look nicer on your body, but it's also just like self-care. It's going to feel good. It's going to feel nice for you. Exactly. When we think of skincare, we often think about our face, but 90% of our skin is from the neck down. The skin is the body's largest organ and Esker wants us to nurture and care for it from neck to toe. Your body can even have a different skin type than the one on your face. Maybe with Esker, you can make any and every day a spa day. Their clean plant-based body oils, washes, tools, and accessories have everything you need to turn your bathroom into your personal sanctuary. Whether you have 15 minutes or a whole self-care Sunday, creating a bathing and body care ritual can help you get better sleep, lower stress levels, Levels and of course, help you achieve soft and glowing skin. Visit bath.eskerbeauty.com slash a thing or two to find out your body skin type, your ideal ritual and shop for self-care gifts and use the code a thing or two at checkout for 20% off site-wide. Orders over $75 will also get free gift wrapping and you can include a gift note too. That's 20% off orders site-wide with the code a thing or two at bath.eskerbeauty.com slash a thing or two. That's bath.eskerbeauty.com slash a thing or two. Okay, since you brought up Hellman's mayonnaise, I'm mm-hmm. going to bring up something tangentially related to that, which is Kewpie deep roasted sesame dressing. So this is from the makers of Kewpie Mayo, which is probably like a thingies in its own right, although not really because Hellman's ultimately is, but like maybe it could sit alongside. It's like... It's a companion. Listen, I think there's room for two may- mayos in yeah, our lives. If there's room for it, two mascaras, there's room for two mayos. For exactly. Sure. And I and like we I use both QP and Hellman's mm-hmm. for different things. I understand. So I was buying QP Mayo. I wanted free shipping. 
I noticed they had salad dressings. I was not aware of their salad dressings. I thought, sure, I will try this deep roasted sesame dressing. And listener, I am so glad I did. It is so delicious. I love a sesame flavor in general. This is sort of creamy. It's really similar to the dressing that they use on salads at a lot of like Japanese and sushi restaurants. Not the orange one that's like carrot ginger. Not the carrot ginger. No. Me- not the carrot ginger one. Yeah, but yeah. the one that's more of like, it's like beige in color. It's sesame. Yeah. It's a sesame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it is so delightful. I. It is uh, also something you can use as a marinade, which I discovered from reading the reviews. I put it on fish last night. Wonderful. So easy. It's also like, it's oily. So it makes the fish really rich and delicious. I also just think, there is like a true magic to having bottled salad dressing in your fridge that lasts and that you didn't make yourself. It just makes eating salads so much easier for lunch. It just makes everything come together so quickly. It does feel like the like for lunch answer to the question Mm -hmm. Um, because I like making a vinaigrette and having that in the fridge and like can't imagine a world where I'm buying a vinaigrette at the store. But for lunch, I do feel like I'm relying a little bit more on a salad dressing for sustenance, if that makes sense. Like I'm adding less things to it. I'm like, I don't know. I'm just like, I'm that salad dressing needs to have like some fat and some, oh, for sure. Exactly. Uh, To make up for the fact that I'm not doing much else. Oh yeah. I just, I, I know it's like environmentally not ideal, but I just love that like boxed romaine and butter lettuce. And I will just keep that in the fridge with some shredded chicken or I'll get out some canned tuna and then put this and nothing else. Like I won't bother chopping up tomatoes or anything else. And it just feels like a substantial lunch and it's delicious. The other thing I got to get back into is just like throwing chickpeas in something like Mm -hmm. that, which like is just so easy if you have it around and like does, again, feels incredibly lazy and like the cheapest way to like go at getting protein and just being like, look, I ate something that is like fairly good for me, even I though agree. I dredged it in salad dressing. Chickpea and lettuce in this salad dressing would be perfect. It would be wonderful. I'd like that. I also wanted to share something that made, that like validated my love of this salad dressing, which is that in looking up the history of Kewpie, so the founder of Kewpie was, in, was responsible for introducing mayonnaise to Japan in 1925. He had discovered in the U.S., There's also on the site, it says he introduced it with the hope of improving the physique of Japanese people, which makes no sense to me. What about Um, the physique needed improving? What about, and and in what world is mayonnaise like a a health condiment? Who knows? But I think things are marketed, were marketed differently in different eras. (laughs) And I think maybe the eggs in it were a cell. I don't know. There's, more eggs in Kewpie mayo than in most mayos. That's one of the things that they like okay, to brag so about. Maybe so maybe that was, yeah. yeah, maybe the protein was a cell. It is really impressive because it has like talking about omnipresence of mayo. Kewpie is like not only in every Japanese household, but it's now like part of so many just sort of traditionally Japanese dishes. But so in addition to all of that, Kewpie also takes credit for the introduction of salad dressing to Japan. Which wow. I know. I was like, I had no idea that they were so, that that salad dressing was such a thing for them, but it makes sense because their salad dressing is del- delicious. They have a couple of others I'm going to try too on my next shipment. Your get next that, haul. Yeah, exactly. To get that free shipping up. Okay. This is turning a bit of a corner here, but I hope you're, you'll be along for the ride. <laughs> I wanted to talk about my favorite carry-on travel bag. Like carry-on, like the thing you shove under your seat, not an overhead bin. This thing does not have wheels. This is- You have been incredibly loyal to this thing, I will say. Claire, I got the first one in 2011. Mm -hmm. I am on my second. That is 10 years later. 
Lowe and Sons, the OG, and it's now the number two, um, mm. just as it is for me. It's the number two for me. <laughs> yes. It's the number two for them. Mm-hmm. It is, they sell in a couple different colors, but it is like a black, very no-nonsense carry-on. It's like a little bit slick, but not shiny. And it just feels like there is a place for everything. And I, I was trying to think about like, yes, lots of bags have pockets. And like, lot, like of course, it, like pockets are like big marketing, like skirt mm-hmm. has pockets, bag has pockets. <laughs> uh-huh. Like that's the thing, right? I think the thing for, that does it, it for me about this one is that some of the pockets have zippers, mm-hmm. but some are just sleeves. Um, and it's not just a laptop sleeve. There are like various other sleeves, which like, I want places to put things, but I also, when you're like walking through security or like going oh, to the gate, you want to be able to like quickly. reach in and grab yeah. something. Yeah. And I think that sleeve is like the answer to the question. It for is me. a very thoughtfully engineered bag. Like every component of it is very thoughtful. Very thoughtful. There's also a side pocket that, mm-hmm. again, means you don't have to go digging and rummaging. You can put shoes in there, or I put a computer charger in there because, you know, mm. when you're sitting at an airport, yes, you, again, you don't want to be, be like lifting out your toiletries to find your charger. Like, that's obnoxious. The story of this brand is extremely compelling. We worked with them at Of a Kind. So it launched in 2010, and it, the founders are this 65 year old woman, Helen, who was retired and was starting to travel a lot and just like couldn't find a travel bag that was right for her. We'll link to this whole video on the Today Show website that's like super cute and charming. And her sons, Derek and Jan, were like, you should start this. Like, you should make a bag. And she was like, I don't know anything about making a bag. And they're like, you've done lots of things. Like you like have had a lot of different careers. Certainly you can figure this out. And they joined forces to start this company that was rooted in their mom's idea. And it's just the best. I mean, how cute. It's incredibly um, charming. Incredibly, incredibly charming. charming. You're really Every, selling me on this bag. Claire, it's just so great. I um, Whenever I see someone with it, I saw someone with it crossing a street in New York recently. I saw someone with it on a train one time, like a train one time in like Boston or something. And I just immediately have confidence in this person that they're like, <laughs> that they They've got their shit aren't together. messing around. They've got their shit. Yeah, exactly. They value like, efficiency and organization. Yeah, exactly. It is just seeing someone with this bag is like a vote of confidence in them. It is interesting that it's not marketed as more of a diaper bag or like a mom bag, given how many compartments it has and that it's nylon. Totally, totally. And I feel like that there there are a lot more varieties out now or like different styles. In Um, general, this like if you want a nice high quality bag that's not thousands of dollars. Low and Sons is a great place to look. They have like cute crossbodies and fanny packs and stuff like that. They just have beautifully made stuff. Agreed. Agreed. All right. All right. What's next? Do I have? Oh, oh, I have one. Kinto Kids Dishes. So I was really committed to not getting ugly dishes for Cam because I was going to have to look at them always for years. And I kept running into this issue of most of the really attractive dishes for kids. And by dishes, I also mean like all dinnerware, like utensils and cups and everything. A lot of that stuff, plates especially, are bamboo because it's an, it's eco-friendly. It's like, it is attractive. And I think it's probably easier in some ways to like print on and just like make look beautiful. It's lightweight. It's not expensive. It's become like the material for kids' yeah, dishware. Exactly. It is not microwavable bamboo, which... It's not like I love microwaving stuff, but for kids, you're microwaving stuff all the time. And I just feel like it's not practical. I kept looking. I eventually found Kinto, which makes beautiful glassware for adults and just like beautiful brand in general. They make this beautiful line of kids stuff and it's clearly working for them because they've been expanding the line. Every time I look at the page, there's like a new product on there. So the plate, most of the 
items in this line are made of polypropylene, which per like the FDA and the EPA is just one of the safest plastics for eating. There's no BPA in it. It has really high like level of heat transfers. You have to get it really hot for it to bleed into the food. It is microwave and dishwasher safe. It is thrilling for me. So we have the plates, the utensils, the bowls. They come in these very pretty colors that aren't like that muted earth tone necessarily that has become like almost a, like a joke in, in the like kids gnome world. child colors. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> but they're mute. They're, they're muted like red and blue and green in a way that, I don't know, it just feels like, it feels nice. And they all go together. So you can mix and match the utensils with the plates and the bowls. They also make wonderful water bottles. I don't know if this is a thing at every kid's daycare, but at our daycare, you have to send a water bottle to school with your kid, which is smart. And they they like reuse them. So we just have to have a million water bottles now. Theirs are my favorite by far. Also really beautiful. They, we also have, they have these straw cups, which are cute because they're glasses. They look like very elegant glasses and they have plastic tops with straws mm. that go in them. Mm-hmm. I will say like my kid is too destructive. He will always pull apart a straw cup if he can and make a mess of it. I don't think your child's alone in that. I think that's a two to three year old kind of thing. Yeah. I, it doesn't get a ton of use in our house. I have to be honest. I'm hoping that as he gets older, they will be like the go-to plastic cup for him because they're quite attractive. And I noticed when looking stuff up for this episode, they actually did introduce something that they call a straw mug, which is actually a sippy cup, which I feel both delighted and a little bit heartbroken about because I hate sippy cups so much. I cannot wait for them to be done in our house. They're the bane of my existence. And these are actually attractive ones that look like they might be functional. I'm not going to buy them though, because I refuse to acquire more sippy cups. They also have lunch boxes now. They sell, yeah, they, well, okay, take that back. They're like bento boxes, but what I think of is- But of course. But of course. (laughs) And they sell the plates and utensils and cup in a set. So you could, it's sort of like gifty and cute. Anyway, I just think if you want attractive, microwavable kids di- dishware, dinnerware, this is this is your source. It's very good. I endorse the water bottles quite a bit too. I love this. Okay, I have one more. And it is a shout out to our unpaid, unofficial sponsor of this episode, Trader Joe's. They've truly gotten so much love in this episode. Third love this episode. Uh But you know what? Here's the thing. Trader Joe's is great and they deserve it and they've earned it. This is the earned media they've earned. So the Trader Joe's roasted and salted Marcona almonds with rosemary. I've never had them. Okay. Claire, they're wonderful. They're delicious. They have like the actual... pieces of rosemary. It's not like ground up. It's like, mm-hmm, I guess it's mm-hmm. a rosemary leaf or like, yeah. I don't know, like twig. Yeah. yeah sprig. I, know I don't know. Sprig. They, it just feels like the best use of rosemary, maybe outside of lamb. Mm. Like it's just, it's like the right amount of flavor. It doesn't feel like a lot, but it feels like you're like, it feels like a little fancy. There's some depth to the, to your almond. There is some depth. There is something going on. They aren't greasy, which I feel like a lot of Marcona almonds mm-hmm. are just like have too much like olive oil on them Mm -hmm. or whatever. And it just feels like, I feel like I've had a lot of days recently where schedules are such that it's like 1 p.m. and I haven't had a chance to eat anything since breakfast and I'm Mm -hmm. not going to really till 2.30. This feels like an elevated way to do that. I've been in meetings too long snack. That feels like much more, like, because when I get regular almonds, I'm like, this is pure sustenance. Like I just need to put something in my body during mm-hmm. the four minutes that I have right now, this feels like 
a little treat. It does sound good. I don't, I'm not and like, a huge rosemary person, but I would try it in this context. I'm not a huge rosemary person either or like a huge herb person in general. But you know what? Trader Joe's just does a great job with nuts in general and mm-hmm. like gets the like level of seasoning yes. with the nuts. Right. Yep. Some other things like maybe hit it too hard, but mm-hmm. these feel like the right level of, there's like some nuance. I'm into that. I have been eating Marcona almonds as a snack lately. I have some right over here. I'm probably going to have them in between, you know, once we get off this call. All right. Well, I will leave you with your Marcona almonds then. That's the show. This has been a production of Dear Media, and we are so grateful to the talented team over there for helping us make this podcast happen, especially to our wonderful producer, Ali Slice. You can follow us on Instagram at a thing or two HQ. And if you have ideas for our show or want to advertise, email podcast at a thing or two HQ.com. Find show notes and sign up for our newsletter at a thing or two HQ.com too. If you love the show, consider supporting it by signing up for a secret menu also at a thing or two HQ.com.